All right, welcome back, everybody, to Speed Freak Read Speak, the most important series here on the Diamond Hard Caucus Network. Uh, this is episode 10 of Speed Freak Read Speak. If you happen to miss episode 9, uh, that was buried within the Rock Hard Caucus episode that was released on April 1st, a few weeks ago. Uh, it was a, a secret sort of surprise release uh, to, to treat the fans to a very special episode of Speed Freak Read Speak, which is, of course, a show where my friend Tony and I uh, read Sonic the Hedgehog comics published by Archie in the 90s and uh, discuss the content within. Tony, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling all right. I'm ready to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> You sound like it. You sound yeah, like you're just raring to go. <laughs> I'm on the top of the morning, as we say here in Boston, because mm-hmm. we're all Irish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, today, we are going to be starting in um, January of 1995 with Sonic the Hedgehog issue number 18. Let me just pull that up here. And this issue actually uh, came out prior to the issue we covered in episode 9, which was the Sonic In Your Face special. Uh, So we we did some sort of like non-chronological reading there, and we fucked up Princess Sally's storyline. So today we're going to fill in the gap, and uh, it'll be really worthwhile. (laughs) We'll be really (laughs) satisfied by filling in that story gap. Yeah, no, having read this, I feel like a lot of questions were answered. I'm not any i'm I'm a lot less confused than i was when yeah. we skipped ahead yeah yeah definitely <laughs> uh but before we get to that let's talk about this cover here uh do you have any thoughts about this sonic and sally are, are getting married and tails who i assume is a groomsman is getting in a fight with uh i guess robotnik's probably a wedding crasher yeah, i don't he's just in the bushes with a hammer he seems like he's <laughs> about this is like the Nancy Pelosi wedding or something. Like, <laughs> it's just like, it's his, it's his least convoluted plan and probably his smartest plan. Same with Tails. Tails is just fucking punching Robotnik, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like they should have tried sooner. Yeah, so- yeah. Well, it, it results in a bunch of little gadgets and doodads popping out of his head. Hmm. Which, yeah, this, this which, may come up again later. Uh, that is a point in favor of the theory that Dr. Robotnik is himself a mechanical creation. It is. It is. And that's going to get contradicted later. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I feel like the comic's just gaslighting us. Oh, how um, so? About Robotnik's uh, yeah, species I mean, we, or, or whatever. Exactly. Because you're, you're right. You know, there's bits and baubles flying out of them. There's a screw and a nut and whatnot. But then mm-hmm. later on, they kind of go against that. And, you know, I don't want to jump ahead too much. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. You may recall he also drinks motor oil. Yeah. So he, he either is a robot or he's just constantly getting like the most severe kinds of diarrhea all the time. <laughs> we haven't. Yeah. They haven't talked much about that. The toilet situation in uh, Robotropolis. I hope they do. Yeah. Uh, I looked up this issue. I've been checking with the the Mobius Encyclopedia fan wiki just to make sure we don't miss any crucial references as we read these. And Rotor here in the top left corner, he says, tastes great, less filling as he holds a piece of wedding cake. And uh, that, if in case anyone doesn't know, is a reference to Miller Lite commercials. 
of the early 90s. <laughs> okay. Hey, maybe I would have seen those commercials as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're they're playing to their target audience. Uh, yeah. Miller Lite drinking children. <laughs> as always. Mm. All right. Well, let's. Yeah. The cover is showing you what's going to happen in the first story here, which is called Wedding Bell Blues. Written by the great uh, Mike Kantorovich and the even greater Ken Penders. With pencils by Dave Manick who's a regular on the series. Uh, you know what? Since I mentioned Dave Manick, uh, let's just have a quick close-up of some of his art here on page one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Looks like uh did, did a bit of a quick job there on Bunny. Her eyes look a little yeah. fucked. she she is the drug user canonically of this series yeah i believe (laughs) that comes up later on Mm -hmm. all right so the crew is getting ready for sonic and sally's wedding uh we've got an old trope here of sonic's great speed being represented on the page as a multiple sonics he's so fast it looks like there's three of him and uh he's really losing his shit here at at Antoine being hung from the ceiling. It's well, yeah, it's a major safety concern. We need some animal OSHA to in- intervene here. We really really do, but I mean like working in real theater um you know, sometimes you kind of bend the rules a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, this is sort of a life-threatening situation that Antoine is in, but you got to laugh. You have to. <laughs> You have to, or else, you know, the pain gets to be too much. All right, so they're planning the wedding. Uh, this little robot guy, I forget what this one's called. The bug with a wheel. The wheel bug. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the one that if Kirby sucks him in, he gets the best power. Yeah, he's a crossover enemy. Mm. <laughs> anyway, he was spying on this these wedding plans, and he runs off to Robotropolis to snitch. Alright, so I mentioned uh, is Robotnik like an organic living human or is he a robot of some kind? And this sign says here the population of Robotropolis is one evil doctor, uh, four million something robots, and zero living beings. Mmm. That's a good point. But then he also makes himself distinct from the robots, so maybe they're saying that doctors... Are maybe mechanical <laughs> beings of some kind, but they're Yeah, does not. this apply to all doctors? Yeah. So he's something aside from a robot or a living being. He's a third thing. Yeah, which is doctor. Mm-hmm. Or maybe evil doctor. Maybe they're kind of like two taxonomies of themselves. Yeah, could be. Well, we'll yeah, maybe we'll learn more next issue. Oh, you know what? There was something else I wanted to point out there. So as the the wheel bug is racing off to Robotropolis, he's very excited to share this news with Dr. Robotnik, his boss. And he says, wait till Dr. Robotnik gets a mustache full of this. Mm. What, so he's saying like, uh, like, get a load of this or something like that. But yeah, maybe it's because Robotnik eats up information like a viscous soup. Or like a chili or something, you know, something that gets in there. Yeah, it gets caught in his facial hair. Mm. 
Wait till Dr. Robotnik gets a mustache full of this. I, yeah, I've never said anything like that in real life. Yeah, me neither. I, I want to start, but I feel like you have to say that among the right company, or else <laughs> you'll probably start like getting ostracized from certain spaces. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You'll be excluded from your friend circle if you start <laughs> saying, <laughs> oh, get, hey, get a mustache full of this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got a weird sort of like sexual connotation like the way people yeah. talk about mustache rides yeah yeah absolutely like if you talk about that too much that's really off-putting as well mm-hmm. i think at any point yeah because i feel like that's almost like a gen x kind of euphemism mm-hmm. and i don't want to think about gen x's like conception of boundaries and you know where they draw the line and whatnot i'm not saying it's exceptionally worse but it's probably dated oh yeah yeah have you ever watched kevin smith movies <laughs> it's been a while but yeah i'm kind of thinking about it now yeah that's i don't know that's just who i think of immediately when i am thinking about gen x uh taste and behavior <laughs> mm, i mean think about fucking kevin smith movies what about that kevin smith tweet yeah, yeah. Yeah. About his wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for them, though. Yeah. All right, well, to get... Uh, I mean, fuck those first two pages, because page three here, we got the best crab robot is back. Mm-hmm. Our guy. And for some reason, the Wheelbugs news was printed on a piece of paper for crab robot to then deliver to their boss. Uh, this was not news that could have been delivered verbally. It had to be transferred to a written page and delivered physically i don't know i don't know about the processes here i think probably he's the moto bug is just smart because like robotnik's always doing abuse he has a handful of darts right now so he's probably like i'm just gonna print this out of my ass because i'm a robot (laughs) and then i'm gonna have someone else hand the paper to him so if robotnik gets mad he like throws them in a blender instead of me that is, yeah, that is smart. Uh, he he lashes out at whoever's closest, which happens yeah. to be Crab Robot frequently. Yeah, a lot of the time. See, he has darts in his ass right now. I didn't even yeah. realize that before. They didn't even show us that. But yeah, the Crab Robot ends up with a dart sticking out of him. Uh, one thing I liked on this page is the sound effect, goink. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the sound of a large... Uh, questionably mechanical man grabbing a piece of paper out of a crab robot's claws goink I mean, maybe <laughs> simpsons has like yoink copyrighted or something mm, could be yeah as we know from this comic they are uh very careful about infringing on anyone's intellectual yeah, they would property never, <laughs> they would never use a trademarked logo facetiously yeah. or anything like that yeah certainly not uh right here on the two pages later (laughs) no it's very uncharacteristic of them yeah uh the bat robots uh i think his name is bat brain or brain bat or something well robotnik calls him bat brain i don't know what his official his make and model i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know either Uh, but one thing i noticed is he's german uh refers yeah hair doctor hair doctor yeah. Which I feel like, isn't that kind of like saying Mr. Doctor? It's like title, title. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just a, a bit for the German speaking children 
who are reading this mm. comic. Yeah, the the kids who love Doctor Strange love. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, oh yeah, there's like a fourth wall breaking joke as they do the Batman thing because the moonlight, uh, the bat robot makes a shadow on the moon and it shines in and makes the bat signal. And Sonic says, whose comic book is this? So again, he knows he's in a comic. Yeah, man, they are just pulling references from all over because right after that, we've got Robotnik standing on a stage wearing like an army helmet and it's, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a reference to the 1970 film Patton, which opens with a an army general like giving a horrible speech to his troops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the movie. I know it's a movie, but I do always think of that as like the Patton like shot or whatever like yeah. that's very ubiquitous in parody i yes, know it yes. like almost exclusively from parody honestly right like i think they did it on like animaniacs or something <laughs> they did they did they definitely did <laughs> yeah just an army guy standing in front of a giant american flag i don't think i had actually seen anything from the movie until natalie and i went to the donald trump rally in des moines in october 2021 they wouldn't he- have that shit up there he played the whole introduction to that movie for us. <laughs> he fucking would. Absolutely. If I remember right, it was uh, 12 minutes long. Jesus Christ. I bet they <laughs> ate that shit up, too. They did for a couple of minutes, and then it was like, okay, this is really long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. They've probably all seen it like a hundred times because they watch it like every morning. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's very much like an us versus them thing. It, mm. it sort of puts you in the mindset of like, let's go kill our enemies violently. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, no, <laughs> What's that all about? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so the wedding begins. Uh, something I noticed here is that all of these anonymous animal characters are dressed the same as Antoine. Yeah, so I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's been made clear before that he's wearing some kind of military uniform. I feel like no, but yeah, maybe that's standard issue. Yeah. Um, they are, the uh, officiant, the the priest or whoever is marrying Sally and Sonic here is a penguin. Uh, and we see his name is Willis. Yeah, unless Sonic is making a joke. Uh, the penguin's name is Willis, as it's revealed when they start being shot at by robots. Mm. Uh, what I found interesting about Willis is he doesn't seem to be anthropomorphic in any way. Yeah, he's just a penguin. Just a regular penguin. Yeah. He can talk. He can talk. Yeah, he has the intellectual capacity, but he's just penguin-shaped. And I mean, they already stand on two feet, so maybe that's part of it. Oh, he has fingers, too. He's making a fist. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was able to hold the Bible. Well, you know, maybe it's not the Bible. What do you think they... (laughs) What book do they read at a wedding like this? Uh, it says that this is a holy sanctuary, so I mean, I think it's a Bible. I think they just got a god out there. Yeah, huh. I don't think we've gotten to the religion of the Freedom Fighters before now. Mm-hmm. But hopefully we'll get a deeper examination of that in the future. Yeah, I hope so too. They're sort of cowardly writing this part. Like They don't show you what the book is. It's just sort of a squiggle. They're like, uh, we don't want to get into religion in, in this book. Sorry, kids. Yeah. 
Oh, and then a laser gets shot through it. So hopefully that starts some kind of like spiritual conflict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the SWAT bots are invading the wedding because the uh, the wheel bug robot told Robotnik the wedding was happening. Uh, so they're being invaded. Um, and I, I don't know. I, the, I guess the plan was that they were going to bait Robotnik into attacking them at this barn where the wedding was happening. But uh, it doesn't seem distinct from any other plans they've done before. Like, why does it have to be a wedding? Uh, I don't know. Why does know. he have to be I... baited into attacking them? Like, he always attacks them. He always knows where they are, seemingly. He, yeah, they, they figure it out regardless. There's times where they'll throw a party and, like, not plan on Robotnik being there. And they'll be like, oh, no, we're getting ambushed. We mm-hmm. killed everyone anyway. Or, <laughs> oh, we threw a party, but this one's a trap. It's just like, I don't know, dude. Just be normal yeah just live your life he's gonna show up when he shows up he's never able to really have much of an effect on you (laughs) Mm. don't worry about it so much uh here on page 10 we've got some really interesting action shots uh i like this one here in the top left because it's from like uh, the perspective is like from above as sonic smashes a burrow bot that's the name of that one. Yeah, he's like teabagging it. <laughs> so it's good that they showed it from above so we don't have to see the graphic details. Yeah, there's like a weird caterpie slash pig thing on the right there. Uh, that one's I don't, new to yeah, me. I don't really remember that pig robot. <laughs> I'm sure they're drawing from the source material, but I, I don't remember Mm, they are with the worm there's like the Mm -hmm. caterpillar spiky one which if he hits it from there he would have lost rings but uh they took artistic license with that yeah he does seem to be attacking it on one of the spiky balls and not on its head Mm. i don't think ken penders has ever played a sonic game probably not i've seen people he may have said that in an interview even but (laughs) he doesn't seem to know that much about the source material now i also appreciated the detail in the bottom right sonic uh because usually when he's like rolled up in a ball it's sort of depicted this way where it's just his head and spikes but Mm. here you see his whole body and how he kind of curls up yeah it's like the most cocky you'll ever see somebody look while in the fetal position (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah it it does not look like an offensive uh, pose. No, not at all. It's it's very much like trying to protect your core. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's definitely killing somebody. Yeah, so. K-Bam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they seem to defeat the robots easily. Uh, who who would have predicted such a such a turn of events? Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, and Snively. I had this in my notes. If you don't recall, Snively is the weird short man with the long nose. He showed up out of nowhere. Who, I don't know why he's in this comic. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't do much, like, ever. Who, I guess he's also a robot? He's he's non-organic as well? Exactly my thoughts. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be reflected in the population sign. Or he's a robot. I don't know. Or he doesn't live there. Yeah, he maybe he commutes. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in the Robotropolis suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And there's a there's a newspaper at some point in this. See one at the bottom, like bottom middle. Yeah, the Robotropolis Times Gazette. And yeah, here on the last page of the story, Antoine is reading the Mobius Free Press. So I like that they're implying a sort of um, two competing newspapers in the same market. Mm-hmm. Planting some seeds there for future storylines, I imagine. Uh, sort yeah. of like a season five of The Wire, get really into the newsroom politics. I'm sure that's uh, coming. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. That's going to be exciting. All right, so the way that they end this is the wedding was actually a play. It was a dramatic performance, not a real wedding. And the whole purpose was to bait Robotnik there and kill him? I don't know. Last uh, yeah. we see of him, the, the big curtain fell on him, and he's groaning, and he is absent from the last page. <laughs> yeah, so he fucking died. Um... About time. About fucking time. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't really understand. Were they like, we got you on a technicality? That's why we're allowed to kill you now, because it wasn't a real wedding? Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of complex elements to this plan. Like, did they script this? Since it was a play, I think they did. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah, it was like Robotnik showing up part of the plot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did they <laughs> did they write a whole play with the understanding that like the final act was never actually going to be performed because they knew they'd be interrupted or did they write that out in the script knowing everything that would happen? Yeah, it must have been like act 1 and 2 were written and act 3 was just sort of like eh, we'll figure it out. A bit more improvisatory, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Audience participation, act three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like turn to the audience be like, you'll find a gun underneath your seat. <laughs> <laughs> and then right at the end, we, of course, get some unambiguous, uh, genuine romantic feelings between Sally and Sonic because the Pender's influence is growing. <laughs> yeah. And then Sonic runs away because... He's attracted to her, but like he doesn't want to reciprocate, even though he wants her to. It seems very manipulative. I don't know. It was weird. Mm. Yeah. He's pretty young and he can't really handle these big feelings yet, I think. Yeah. So he runs away from them and then he acts overconfident to mask his insecurities. I think that's exactly what's happening because she mm. she's like opening up being vulnerable to him like. You know, I think a real wedding would be great, actually. Mm. And they are, like, pretty young to be talking about this, but she also comes from a royal family, so it's pretty common for them to marry off early. Yeah, that's true. So she's used to it, and then he's just sort of like, oh no, interpersonal conflict with someone you love in a domestic situation. Like, you can't run in a circle around that issue. Like... <laughs> 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 like I don't know what to do, so I'm going to run away because I got the shoes. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us can relate to feeling that way. Like, if only I had special, like, magic shoes that let me run really fast away from girls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm taking that every day to this day, you know. I'm still working my way through that. Yeah. 
but it, very important he says it's not that i have anything against marriage kids so he is endorsing the concept of marriage the institution mm. of marriage yeah no no birth out of wedlock or <laughs> premarital sex or anything like that sonic is on the straight and narrow mm-hmm. and thinking back to the issue that we read for last episode they did show us a potential future where sally and sonic do have children and uh they were married and they were the king and queen or something something like that yeah i'm still kind of confused about what all that meant mm-hmm. but don't forget the editors told us that may not be the actual future it's just one possibility <laughs> mm. 